Herald Interview Voices, a series of conversations about Decatur and Central Illinois. Who are the voices? The voices are Herald Interview reporters and Herald Interview readers like you. Stay tuned to the end of this podcast to find out how you can participate. Hi, this is Annalisa Trofmuck, local government reporter for Herald Review. December 1st marks the one-year anniversary of the tornado that ripped through a 12-mile stretch in Taylorville, leaving homes and businesses destroyed and residents devastated. Herald and Review reporter Donette Beckett and photojournalist Clay Jackson were among one of the first groups of people to make the trip south of Decatur to document the tornado's impact. Public safety reporter Kennedy Nolan and I are sitting down with Donette to hear about her experiences that day in December and to talk about how Taylorville has changed over the course of a year. So Donette, do you want Hello, to- Donette Beckett here. Um, one of the things that was quite interesting is that uh, we were having our Christmas parade here in Decatur as well. Had to cover that. Um, shortly after we returned, we learned about the the uh, the tornado striking Taylorville. We didn't quite understand the devastation until we got there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, the whole idea of going down in the dark. We knew it was going to be a little crazy down there. But How did you find out about it? Did one of the editors tell you, "Hey, this just happened. Go yes. cover this"? Oh, okay. Oh yeah, we were uh, we were watching it. We knew that the storms were coming. Oh, we saw okay. storm clouds here in Decatur as well. Right. Mm-hmm. The fact that we had a parade was surprising because it was uh, they were very spooky looking clouds. Yeah. Yeah. So just for background, the tornado is classified as EF3, which means it was fairly dangerous. Um, The winds reached a speed of 155 miles per hour. The Herald and Review previously reported that over 700 buildings had been damaged in some way and 26 were injured and no deaths were reported. So whenever you got to Taylorville, how did it look? It was dark. Mm -hmm. There was no lights. What time was it? This was probably about 7 o'clock, I would Mm -hmm. say. Probably about a couple hours after the tornado had had hit. No power? There was very little power. Parts Mm -hmm. of, um, first of all, you have to go through Stonington if you're Uh going down 48. And it was, it was dark there as well. They were, they were, they had some damage, mainly just the, the, no electricity. So, and you saw police and fire, uh, you know, trucks, lights and all that going on. Um, so we knew a little bit ahead of time before we got there, which is about four or five miles away, um, that it was going to be kind of spooky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long did you stay down there? We stayed there uh, a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Clay and I, um, we stayed where we could find light, where uh, businesses, things that we were familiar with. Uh, the worst that we saw was uh, the Wendy's sign oh, okay. in its parking lot. Well, when was the last time you'd been to Taylorville, like before that? Oh, I'm from Maliqua, so I'm mm-hmm. really not that far. And every once in a while, if you really want to change a pace, you go to the Walmart there. I have friends who live in the area, and a lot of times we meet there. So I've been there, oh, I don't know, a year or so, maybe before then. Mm-hmm. In so fact, how, when I was there, I tried to find call her. What okay. was that like? So, yeah, how different did it look? Um, the one thing that was kind of a distraction besides we were we were looking for that's something a little different than what more most people would do we're looking for destruction mm-hmm. destruction to see how it's affecting mm-hmm. the community there was a lot of people out that probably should not have been out when you have a just you know something as catastrophic as that it's best to not be in the way of the people the professionals who are trying to mm-hmm. to take care of it so um yeah. trying to get through around people when it's dark you go down another street, there's a little bit of light. Um, the, the, I will say, though, also that the, the fire chief, um, they said they, they were happy we were there because it's a lot easier than having one car versus several cars mm-hmm. out looking. So, um, yeah, it was so dark. 
what was the first thing you did as soon as you got there? Did you did you guys immediately start talking to some of the first responders? Did exactly. You, did you do like a Facebook Live? Like, what was some of the? Well, when we first got there, there were um, several. A lot of the community fire, a lot of them are volunteer fire. Mm-hmm. Um, they were already there. Several. Weekwood um, was there. I think uh, Pena. There were several. I can't mm-hmm. think of all of them. We went there. They shortly afterwards, within about twenty minutes, they had a, a press conference, so they were ready for us. Oh wow! Who so, spoke during the press conference? Uh, the mayor, mm-hmm. the chief of uh, the fire chief, um, and a few other. What people. did they tell you? What areas um, they do recommend don't go there? Right, and and we didn't. What reactions from community members did you get? You know, real people, people uh, that had uh, damage to their homes. We found that out later. Okay. We didn't, uh, the initial, um, December 1st, on the, 2018, we just, we went around to community uh, businesses that we knew would have people that we could talk to. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, many of them were just uh, still in shock. Mm-hmm. And, and they were worrying about their own homes. Mm-hmm. In fact, the, there was fire, there was a fire, uh, uh, it wasn't the fire chief, I can't remember who he was, but he had heard that his home had been damaged, but he didn't, he couldn't go. So it was that was kind of sad. Yeah. Um, then when we went back in April, Clay and I went back, and uh, we met several people who were still just living out of boxes, or or um, it was still a work in progress. And we were starting to get warm weather. We were hoping we would see, um, you know, things up and, and going. But we still saw. That's when we saw the devastation. And the fact that it was five months later was still shocking. Mm-hmm. So tell me about how the town has mended itself. They're still now. mending. They're still yeah. mending. Um, there's uh, several oh, several homes that still need some repair. Um, a lot of them on the outside because the weather's kind of going to be changing, and the weather was warm, and they could start working on it. Uh, they started working on that first. So the inside of the houses are still, in some cases, still yeah. need a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to show you some of the photos that Clay had from the next day. Um, and just kind of get your take. This photo gallery can be viewed on the Herald Review website. It was posted, I think it was shared again, yesterday being Tuesday, um, November 26th. And it, the headline is Photos, Tornado Recovery in Taylorville. Now, if you want to like scroll through some of these, what, what about any of these photos stick out? And if you could kind of describe them. And Well, that's the, the tornado itself. And um, fortunately, we were safely in our building so right. we didn't, uh, we so didn't like, see that some of these photos have photo have um they show people starting to kind of pick up some of the rubble of their businesses yeah, or homes the very next day the yeah, very, next, day. very yeah. next day um yeah that was you we still saw quite a bit of this um mm-hmm. when it comes to the bricks and things just being piled uh in april we saw that yeah that day that we saw we, we saw it was so dark yeah. And we were not allowed, it. We they wouldn't have allowed us into mm-hmm. areas uh, where people were walking through. Lots of so debris. Lots, rubble, yeah, lots debris. of debris. You can see there's like oh. canned food items mm-hmm. and a Pop-Tart box. This is clearly, some of the Insulation photos show people someone's woods. house. Yeah, wood. yeah. So you couldn't see this at night, but the next no. day when it's totally. And we didn't go. Tony, like Tony was, uh, had to cover that. Mm-hmm. And, um but what was interesting is that with all these pictures, you're, you will, if you look closely, and, and in some cases you're not going to see them, but so many people were just coming out and helping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the one thing I will say about Taylorville and these smaller communities is that uh, 
we're going to help each other. Okay. I, this man probably couldn't do anything for his house. He can't do anything. So he's going to go mm -hmm. help his neighbor. Right. Um, and people were bringing stuff after a while. It, it, I don't say it becomes a, I don't want to say a nuisance, but they were bringing clothing and they were bringing food mm -hmm. and, and they don't, there's only so much they can do with that. So lots of people outside too. Yeah. This, this looks like it's from April. This is April. This is, um, Vicki Barker. She was her home. If you can look on the uh, left side there, that's her modular home getting ready to be put in place. Okay. And she was so happy. Cause she, she, she lost her whole house. She lost her home. Okay. This was her neighborhood. She was, uh, I believe she said she was raised in the house that was originally there. Wow. Um, she, the whole idea of, of, of the potential of going home, even though nothing's set up, it's still going to be another probably couple months before she gets to mm -hmm. um, live in her home. But she, we did talk to her uh, last month, the story that's going to be in uh, Sunday, Sunday, December 1st, you know, the anniversary. <laughs> um, she, the house is now uh, in place. They've got some landscaping. They're doing much, much better. Her husband did have a heart attack though. Mm. He, hers was the one who, who had a heart attack um right right afterwards immediately afterwards oh, and it was hard and it was very difficult to get to him the yeah ambulances. wow jeez i can't so, even imagine so people can read more about that in your story on mm -hmm. december 1st in the print paper mm -hmm. yep. um so again this this photo gallery kind of shows from from beginning to what is now the beginning being the tornado hitting and, and the damage to now what the community has done to restore the neighborhood and, and town lots um, of recovery photos basically yeah like so Somebody. it's a pretty dynamic photo gallery. So is there anything um, that you want to add or any anything that you think people really should be looking out for in your story for Sunday? Um, one of the things is that it, it's been a year. They're they're progressing. They're, they're getting there. But there's still volunteer work and still things that need to be done. The story will tell you that it's it, they're still working. And it's going to be probably hopefully next summer. Mm -hmm. uh, there are some positive things that have happened. Um, First of all, neighborhoods are destroyed. They got to rebuild. You got a new neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Your property values have gone up. In many cases, most of the people rather have not had not gone through what they did. But um, yeah, the volunteer help is always still needed, especially manual labor. And you know, you got a couple bucks, I'm sure. Missions for Taylorville are the people that they 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 go through, and they're. They're pretty organized. They know what they're doing. Missions for Taylorville. Mm -hmm. Where can people reach them? Uh, they are online. Okay. Facebook? Uh, I believe Facebook. They might also have their own website. Okay. Also, um, just, you know, if you contact the mayor, mayor's, he is still. And his name is? Uh, Bruce Berry. Okay. And he's very easily, uh, very approachable. He's, okay. And he's very helpful and he's still on the ball when it comes to what's going on. Awesome. This has been the latest episode of Herald and Review Voices. You can check out Donette Beckett's story about the one-year anniversary of the tornado in Taylorville in Sunday, December 1st edition of the Herald and Review. We will also provide a link to the photo gallery below. Rate, review, subscribe. You'll love it. It's a way of life. This has been Herald and Review Voices. To participate in Herald and Review Voices or to suggest someone for us to talk to, send an email to Tim Kane at herald-review.com, T-I-M-C-A-I-N at herald-review.com, call 217-421-6908, or visit us on Facebook at facebook.com slash heraldandreview. Thanks.